Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Kimberly Osgood, your host for Smart Money Moves, and our topic today is making sense of your dollars. And our leading lady today is Ms. LaVon Shields, and she is with Management Consultants of America. Good afternoon, LaVon. How are you? I am great. Good afternoon to you, too. Good. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I'm really excited. (laughs) Me too. Thank you for the opportunity. Good, good. Well, first off, um, I see here that you consider yourself to be an accounting strategist with your company, Management Consultants of America. First off, tell us a little bit about yourself, what exactly you do, and how did you come to be an accounting strategist? Oh, that's a a good good starter because it's got a lot of of moving parts to it. So I'll start from the the very beginning. Um, I took a a shining to money management really, really early. It started off with this whole Girl Scout cookie story. I was in Girl Scouts. My dad took me to the troop, and instead of just buying the cookies, you know, getting the cookies and and us taking it to friends and family, he bought the case directly from Girl Scouts, so therefore our fundraising obligation was met, and he turned to me and he said, whatever you sell, you get to keep the money. So after I ate the chocolate chip, I sold the rest of them, and I had cash, and I was just fascinated with the tracking. You know those old organizers, the planners, where they had the money section, you can write everything down, and I was just fascinated right. with keeping track of money. So at, between that and the money I would get for my grades and birthdays and stuff, it was just always fascinating. And then as I got a little older, I would go work at his record label. He was the president of Motown Records at the time, and I would work in different departments. And so I learned admin work. And it, all of that coalesced together to me seeing business and understanding numbers. And as I was getting my degree in accounting, I was fortunate to work for a husband and wife team. She did the taxes, he did the accounting. And then it showed me business from a different perspective. Because in school, I was just taught the numbers and where they go and what a balance sheet is, what the profit and loss. But here, I was seeing the strategy. The accounting had to be right so that she could prepare the taxes. And as I worked with small business owners and, and it, in small companies as a, an accounting clerk, so to speak, I got to, to really see business from a different perspective. And I realized that it's not just about putting the numbers into a system. It's really about being able to explain what they represent to the business owner so they can achieve their goals, so they can be great. And all of that just turned into strategy. And it became the accounting strategist is helping business owners make that transition from a technician that knows how to generate income to the CEO of their organization and teaching them to, to treat a, to look at their business like baseball or, tre, a che, or chess. 
you know, how do you maneuver things around and be willing to, to take the losses and, and knowing that that's going to lead to probably greater rewards, that became my, my goal and my focus and, and what, what drives me, and I love, love, love what I do. Oh, wonderful. So is this your company? You're the owner of this um, is my baby. Yeah. This oh, is, wonderful. This is my baby. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not a very good employee, so that that's why this has, <laughs> this has to work. <laughs> a lot of us are like that. Do you have a team of consultants that work along with you, or is it just you? Uh, I have a I have a outsourced staff that supports me in some areas. But most part, it's just me. My clients, they work they they work with me. That's what what entices them about the work that I do is that it's the way that I I work with them, how I make them feel better, even if I'm, sometimes I'm yelling at them or threatening them in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. They have an appreciation for it. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Now, our topic for today is making sense of your dollars. And I know on my show, uh, Smart Money Moves, I always try to have guests that can come on that can help women business owners improve their business. And I know that one thing you do is you work with women business owners, right, and teaching mm-hmm. them how to use their numbers to build and lead their businesses. What, ex- what are the steps that you use in order to do that? Well, it, it starts with one making sure they understand, you know, what we I learned in accounting and in, in my training, the chart of accounts. But what's been kind of taught amongst the, the layman, for lack of a better term, is the categories. What do the categories represent? Because that's the that's what tells the story. Because accounting is the language of business. So in order to be able to make sure that that you're speaking and you're understanding it, you have to break it down into understanding what what the categories represent. So when you make mm-hmm. this decision, what report is that going to affect, and is that what we want it to do? So it starts with breaking down what the categories represent, learning and understanding what the financial reports are saying about the business, and then mm-hmm. now using them as a forecaster as opposed to, okay, I only look at these when it's time to file my taxes or when I want to get right. a loan. So it, it's a it's a shift in the way that's of the thinking and being able to now, again, make that transition from being a technician who knows how to generate income, generate sales, and produce an output to a business owner, a CEO who knows how to strategize a plan that's not just for the right now but for next year, three years from now, five years from mm-hmm. now, ten years from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now, do you find that um, women normally don't know how to use their numbers? Um do you find that they don't necessarily think of themselves as a strategist or as a CEO? It's a 50-50 uh, split. I, uh, some of the work I do at the Women's Business Center, as women who are launching their business, getting them to take on that title is sometimes a little, that's the transition for a lot of them. But I, I find that there more times than not, though, I, the women that I come across of who are, who are, especially those who are in business, they're looking for the support. You know, they know that, that they know how to do something. They can generate the income. They're usually some at some level of success to, to know that they've made it. They now mm-hmm. they're they're usually ready for that next that next guy that next transition and I'm I love being there to help them with that. So I, I see both sides of it that I, I love the fact that I'm seeing more and more women who do they get it. They just need that uh, that little extra guide, that uh, other set of eyes, that Jiminy Cricket on their shoulder, you know, telling them like, <laughs> okay, you can't do that. You can't just decide you want to go use the corporate card 
for the spa day unless we can truly prove that it's a business expense kind of thing. Right, right. Now, that other 50% that doesn't get it, do you find that it's challenging in trying to teach them the importance of uh, using the numbers? It can be because sometimes they are fighting it, especially if they're coming from an environment where they they weren't the ones responsible for finances. Uh, whether in their personal life or things like that. And a lot of times I hear, especially when I'm teaching classes on accounting, the basic business accounting, the one thing I hear people say is, I don't do numbers. I don't like numbers. But then when Mm -hmm. I I have one one thing that I always say that tends to, to be that spark, and when I say, I tell people, if you know how to keep a roof over your head, clothes on your back, and food on your plate, you understand accounting. You get it. Mm. Right. All right. we that have to sense. do is just now take that same same concept and put it into a different context. Mm-hmm. And that usually is the spark that gets people to understand, like, oh, I can do this. Yes, yeah, sweetie, you've mm-hmm. been doing it. You've been doing it. <laughs> now we're just putting it into a different dress. That's all. Yeah, that that's a good way of putting it because obviously if you're paying your, your rent or your house notes, you're buying your food, you do have some some understanding of numbers because you have to – Look at your account. Look at your, you know, write checks or, you know, that makes sense. So that that helps them to understand it easily, right? Yeah, that's usually the big aha moment when people get it. They're like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's not, this isn't something to be intimidated by. This is something to be empowered with to understand mm-hmm. your numbers and be able to know exactly what it is you can and cannot do. That was the other part that got me so fascinated about it when I was younger. Is I had money. So I knew what I could do. I knew that if I was going to hang out with my friends at the mall, I didn't have to choose between going to the movies and getting something to eat. I'm doing both because I can <laughs> I can afford to do that. And if I can't mm-hmm. afford to do that, then I, I knew that I need, I can make the choice and I can go, well, my birthday's coming up or grades are coming out, so I'll hold off on doing this because I know family's coming over and I get to show them my, my nice report card with the A's and B's on it, which means I was going to get some good ones. Uh huh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now let me ask you this: What are the benefits of good business accountings for business and the owners? What are some of the benefits? Oh my goodness, I have so many benefits. But the core core ones are the fact that you get to increase your cash flow. If you're looking at your numbers and you know and you're paying attention to them and you're taking the time to use them as a tool, you really get to have full control of your cash flow. So that that moment where you're not sure if you can pay a bill or you're not sure what's going on, that goes away because now you, you're, you're in control of, of what's going on with your cash. Another big benefit is you, now you get to reduce your tax liability because you know when you make a, make a money move, it's now with the understanding of how it's going to affect your taxes at the end of the year prior to you waiting until March when you're time to file your taxes to go, oh, I shouldn't have done that, oh, I should have mm-hmm. done that. And then all of that leads to reduced stress. Because once the, re- the stress level comes down, now you're able to really function on the why you do that voodoo that you do. And then you can go out there and do it with confidence because you know what, what's happening in the background. You're not making a sale because you need the cash. You're making a sale because you found a prospect that fits your values that you want to work with and you're excited about doing the work. You're not just focusing on, okay, so how do you want to pay cash check for charge? And, you know, should I send you the which, – which link do you want me to send you to pay? We're not there yet. We're now looking at each, each transaction, each situation on its own merits and saying, okay, is this going to be a good opportunity for me, my business, and the person that I'm doing business with? 
Mm, okay, great. Now, uh, just in case our listeners may want to reach you after the show, how would you like our listeners to contact you? There's a, a couple ways. One of the easiest ways is definitely to email me. You can Levon, L-A-V-O-N-N-E, at Accounting Strong. And then you can always find me on social media, Levon Shields, via on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Biz Accountability on Instagram, and Levon Shields on Instagram as well. And you can always call the office. That's 951-394-7679. And I am reachable in all of those different formats. Okay, great, great. Okay. Now, we were talking about some of the benefits, and I guess to sum it up, it really helps with the planning. I know it's always important to have a plan. I know you made a comment about how sometimes people, uh, they when it's time to file their taxes, then they're scrambling to try to put stuff together. But when right. you use good accounting, it helps you in the beginning of the year to plan everything out so you won't get caught behind the eight ball when it's time to plan, uh, uh, do your taxes. Would you agree? Exactly. It's, it's the... What I love to do with, with business owners is break down the, the fear around the forecasting and budgeting because you hear mm-hmm. those words and sometimes they feel like they're restricting you or, you you know, you, you how can I see that far advance? I don't know what's going to happen. But once we break down the, the fear behind that and show the power that comes from it, now, as I was saying before, now you're making strategic decisions. Yes, I'm going to hire right now because it makes sense. Yes, I'm going to buy that equipment because it makes sense. Or no, I'm not going to take that take on that client because I don't have the, the capability of being able to give them my best work. So when you're able to make decisions from empowered information, it changes the game. And now that means you're operating from that boss standpoint as opposed to the timid business owner who's hoping that this will work as opposed to someone who says, hey, I've, I've run the numbers, I've I've put together the, the thought, you know, the, everything that goes behind it, and I, I believe that this is a good risk to take, and I'm going to follow through on it. Mm, excellent, excellent. Yeah, what you do is really important. I think a lot of times people go into business and they don't think things out. You know, they say, I have an idea. I want to open up, sell cupcakes. I want to do this, whatever it is, a dress <laughs> shop. And they don't think about the numbers and the planning that it takes, you know. And you do have to yeah. be strategic. And I think a lot of times that's why some of our small business um, businesses do fail because they haven't properly planned and looked at the numbers. So that's very, very important, you know. So, yeah, we, um, we come okay. across that a lot at the Women's Business Center. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now, um, before we go on, I want to um, have a, a brief commercial break. Um, so we're going to take a quick commercial break right now to recognize our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be the largest private nonprofit university in San Diego, founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And Kimberly, now back to your show. Thank you. Welcome back to Smart Money Moves. And with us today is Ms. LaVon Shields. She is with Management Consultants of America. And before our break, we were talking about some of the benefits of um, 
good accounting systems and for the business and the homeowner and she or homeowner for the um, business and the owner and she gave us a number of things that are very important it helps increase your cash flow uh, it reduces your tax liability reduces stress it helps you to plan and I think that's very important that we have to be able to plan out what it is that we want and to look at the numbers now I know the past several months starting with the beginning of 2020 things have changed you know we had the pandemic uh, people had to make quick changes in their businesses and unfortunately some businesses went under uh, because they didn't have the traffic and they weren't able to make that quick move to digital um, but how, how has the past 18 months shown uh, evidence of the importance of accounting Oh, my goodness. It, it was probably the best commercial for my industry ever. Here you had the situation where the government was literally willing to give you resources to keep your doors open, and people were not in a position to, to benefit from that opportunity. They didn't have records, so they weren't able to tell what it is that their business was doing prior to the pandemic to what happened once the pandemic started. Or worse, they had no records prior to the pandemic, so when they were being asked, hey, what is the, the resources that you need to be able to keep going, they couldn't even answer the question. They weren't even able to get access to the resources that were literally being handed to them to keep going. And as you said, as a result, many of them had to close their doors because they had they weren't able to do it. So this was probably the best opportunity for not only my industry to realize that, yes, businesses need us to be advisors, not just transactional people who they see at the end of the year or once a quarter to look at, at numbers. They need to know that they can ask us questions no matter what. When they need to make a decision that they can use us as that tool, and for business owners to realize that speak being in business, being able, as I said before, being, able to tech, being a technician that knows how to make money is different than being a CEO who can see the whole board and play the game to its fullest. And now they realize, they were able to realize that, oh, okay, I need advisors. I need people who can help me see what I can't see because this is my baby. And it was the, the greatest opportunity for, for my industry and, and me in particular to be able to now say this is why I do what I do, is to make sure that if, if ever this is a situation like this were to ever happen again, we can now put you in a position to be able to benefit from the opportunities that are being presented to keep you afloat and keep your doors open. Mm, okay. So would you say your business really expanded a great deal during the past 18 months? It, or... it did. <laughs> I, I did, did get some, uh, quite, a, quite a bit of expansion. Uh, at the same time, it was, you know, like I said, it was an opportunity to really focus on, on the educational part of, of what I do, to educate mm -hmm. business owners on the this is the why. I'm not the bad guy who's telling you don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. I'm now a, a guide, an a, a advisor who can help you understand What's the best thing for you to do to still get the outcome that you're looking for? Mm, okay. Now, what type of businesses do you typically uh, work with? I love working with coaches and consultants and service-based businesses. It's, it's the, the moving parts aren't as uh, complicated as when you're dealing with manufacturing and inventory-based because there's a lot of moving parts in that one that you got to make sure you can – fit perfect, perfect, perfectly, like Tetris, 
But I love working with service-based business owners, coaches, and consultants because there's a lot more of the, the mental aspect of it is involved with that and a lot more of the planning allows you to, to be a lot more engaged in the process with, the, with manufacturing and inventory-based. There's so many outside moving parts that you have to hope all align at the same, in the same way. And even when I was studying to get my degree, I was like, I never, I really don't want to work with manufacturing and inventory. There's just way too much there. <laughs> a lot going on with that one. But I, I do when, it's the, the, when the mindset of the business owner gets it. When they understand it and they're willing to really take that step up to see their business at 50,000 feet, that's really what, what my, where my passion comes into play is. When I get to play with a business owner, a CEO, who is really out to play this game full out, then I don't care what you do as long as it's, you know, not illegal and, you know, things like that. I'll, right, I love to right. come play. I love to come play. Mm, okay. Okay. Great. Great. Do you? Um, how many of your businesses are women? Uh, women-run businesses or women-owned? About seventy percent. Oh. Okay. About seventy. I have a couple of, of male clients who just—I think they just like that. I like to beat up on them to get them in the line. But <laughs> the, the, the majority of my clients are women, and I love that because we are. We're a very powerful group, and I think that we're really starting to grasp the power that we have and are really mm-hmm. starting to take our, what I like to say, our rightful place beside our male counterpoints and counterparts in business. Right. That's good. Yeah, because I know there have been a, an increase in women-owned businesses over the years. You know, a lot of women mm-hmm. are out there really we're doing the, we're things. We're the fastest-growing segment of business owners is women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find that most of them are uh, – what's the percentage of those that have – uh, I know you have some businesses that might just have, you know, they're just sole proprietors. It's just that person. Mm-hmm. Or you have some that might have two or three employees. What's the breakdown of the women that you deal with? How many of them have like 10, 15, or 20 employees compared to maybe one or two, or maybe it's just them alone? I, I, actually, enough, it's probably about a good even mixture. Okay. I have some that, that have some very you know, large businesses that have, you know, I have one client. They're at about an average of about 50 employees. Uh, they have a, have a pretty good revolving door based off of what they do, but they average about 50 employees. And I go all the way down to the one who just is just her, her making it mm-hmm. work, and we, we do it. So I have a, a pretty good mix, which is great because that keeps me on my toes. So now I'm able to see, see business from a couple different angles. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. I have a pretty good mix, a pretty good mix. Okay. And I'm sure for those smaller businesses you're able to – with your strategies, help them even grow? Because I'm sure a lot of times, some people enjoy just working among, just working by themselves, but then you have others uh-huh. who come in and they do want to grow. So I'm sure with your strategies and the information that you have about, about accounting, you're able to help them go to that next step and increase the employees yeah. and, and grow, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a part of the strategy is, is looking at the business from what I said, the three-legged stool. You know, you have your marketing, your, your sales, and your operations, and each of those require some level of, attention so that, that your stool is not wobbly, so to speak. And right. the, in the sales, in the marketing, in the operations, there's usually some somebody that you're going to need some support with, whether it be a software or a referral partner or a, a sales team or someone who helps you fulfill the order in some way, shape, or form. There's going to be some sort of team member, and I love being able to help business owners really strategize and put the right people on the right seats on their bus. 
Mm, okay, great. Well, again, um, in case our listeners may want to reach you after our show, how would you like our listeners to get in touch with you? You can definitely call the office, 951-394-7679. You can email me, Lavon, L-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E, at accountingstrong.com. You can always find, also find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and my personal Instagram page are all under my name, Lavon Shields. And then you can also find me at Biz Accountability on Instagram. Okay, great, great. Now, I know you are involved with a the Inland Empire Women's Business Center, and I think yes. it's something called 90 Group Accountability Program. That's something that you oh, host. Yeah, tell, tell us about that. Yes, so huh? we have a program. It's called Ignite. It's 90 Days of Accountability. We, we base it off of the 12-week yearbook where we identify three major goals that they have, and we outline what are the specific things that they need to do to achieve those goals, and we literally map them out on a calendar. We get them scheduled, and every Monday at 6 o'clock, we do a check-in with accountability. So everyone gets a chance to sit in the hot seat. They get to be supporting while at the same time being supported, and we get to really start making, making moves and getting these things, getting these goals accomplished. It is so amazing to watch these women, and I, I love it because I get to go through this program, this process with them every time I get a new cohort, and we get to, to, it's so amazing to watch them really knock these goals out and really grow their businesses and grow themselves. So our next cohort is actually starting the second week of July, and you can find out more information. You can email me directly, or you can go to the IEWBC.org and look at our programs. It's called Ignite, 90 Days of Accountability, and you can apply directly there. Or if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. I would love to answer any questions that you might have. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, how long has this uh, program been in existence? We launched this program about three or four years ago. I took over as facilitator last year, and that's when we changed the format to utilize the 12-week year I realized that, you know, we, we're dealing with women who are our own businesses. They probably have families. We didn't want to make it like a course where they had homework. We wanted to really focus on achieving their goals. And so after, you know, some, some serious thought of thought, we realized the 12-week year was probably the best foundational format for us to use. And these last two cohort, cohorts have been amazing. These women have knocked it out of the park. They have been on it. They have been engaging. I learn from them every time I get a chance to meet with them. So it, we've been doing it for a couple of years, but we changed the format up last year. Okay. So each Monday, uh, there's like a different female that's kind of in the hot seat or, or there's several. No, I mean, every, how, how everybody gets in the hot seat. Oh, it, okay. It, well, okay. It's, it's a two-hour block, but I tell the women okay. when we get in, if we get it done in an hour, then we're done in an hour because you guys got stuff to do. So we go right. through it. Everyone's on the Zoom session, and I just go through the list, and everyone gets a chance to check in and get support, ask questions. In the chat, people are giving us the suggestions or resources. So it's this great environment. But, yeah, everyone gets a chance to be in the hot seat every week because the question I ask everyone is, how was your week? Did you accomplish what you were supposed to accomplish? If so, how do you feel about it? If not, how can we support you? And oh, that's what we okay. do for everybody. Okay. All right. So basically when they come on Mondays, and it's on Zoom for two hours, six mm-hmm. to, to about eight, so they tell every, they, they, they announce to everybody, okay, for the, this week I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And then the next week they then come back and tell you if they accomplished those goals or not. 
Exactly. So there's oh, full accountability. Well, I love that everyone says, like, I, I got to get it done because I'm going to have to come on this call. And I'm going to have to tell you guys if I didn't do it, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't do it, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's not going to work. And so I love that they have their own accountability as well as being accountable to the group. So it's like mm-hmm. this great fire underneath them that has made, I mean, these women have made amazing strides. It has been such an honor to be a part of this program. Oh, wow. So some of the goals are maybe to increase their sales if they're in a sales business or to – Yeah. What are some of the goals we, that some of the people come up three. with? We pick three. Well, we pick three. Okay. So it's either increase sales um, to launch a product, and I say two business, one personal. So that way it's, it's giving an opportunity oh. to be, be well-rounded. But it, it, depending on where they are in their business, you know, a lot of times some of them are – a lot of them still have younger kids, so it's about making sure that especially during last year – you know, they, they were able to to do this transition with their kids with the pandemic. Some of them, it's about making sure they have the balance between their, their home life and their business, and then they have their business goals, you know, launch a product, launch a service, uh, increase their sales, increase their, you know, or even just to build their, their, their systems. You know, we, I need to get the website going. I need to get this going. So we, we map out the whole goal. We make sure it's an actual actionable goal. And then we go oh, wow. ahead and we identify the tasks that need to be done. And each week we're checking that off, and then they get a chance to do a one-on-one with me as well so that we can deep dive into it if, if we need to. Okay. So if someone is interested, give them that contact information again, um, how they can um, be a part sure, of it. Sure. You can go to the Women's Business website. It's IEWBC.org, and under Programs you'll see Ignite, and you can – Check in, and if you have any questions, you can definitely call me directly, 951-394-7679, or email me at lavon at accountingstrong.com. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we have a minute or so left. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our audience? This has been awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you and and speak to the audience. This is amazing. I love Connected Women Women of Influence and what Michelle has been doing. I, this has been an amazing opportunity, an amazing experience to be a part of these amazing group of women. Amazing. <laughs> okay, great. Well, that's our show for today, and I'd like to thank you, Ms. LaVon Shields, for being our leading lady today. And a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. Or some, um, and we'll be back again for another it's Women it's Lead it's Radio it's on it's Monday it's at 9 a.m or Fridays at 2 p.m. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.